Praise the Lord. Good day to you. Uh, we'll be continuing our series. Uh, this is part four. We're treating building faith in these times. And we started with episode one, which was uh, keep the faith. Episode two was um, walking in the spirit. Episode three was walking in God's love. <clears throat> and today is episode four, which is uh, receiving God's help. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for everyone listening to this message. I ask, O oh Lord, that just as it came into me, that it go out through me in the name of Jesus. And let their hearts be transformed and let them be established by the power of your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Um, we were examining a particular verse of scripture, uh, Jude. The book of Jude just has one chapter verses 20 to 25 but today we'll be reading 20 to 21 right and we're addressing everything you know jude was talking about you know apostasy people you know leaving the faith and all and all and then he addressed you know another sect of the believers saying beloved building up yourselves on your most holy faith praying in the holy ghost or other translations praying in the holy spirit you know many times in church i've said this in the other episode but let me say it again for those who are listening to this for the first time uh, when we quote the scripture, we we say, you know, building up ourselves on your, on your Muslim faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. But that scripture ends with a comma, which means that there are other things that can help build our faith. Amen. Uh, alongside praying in the Spirit, all right? One of which is keeping yourself, to keep yourself in the love of God. That's verse 21, right? We have treated that already. Today, we'll be, look, we'll be talking about looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. So let me read it, Jude, 20, Jude chapter 1, verse 20 to 21. It said, But you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. I will not be able to exhaust entirely what it means to look for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. So what we'll just do is, we'll just do a little exposition on mercy right and how to obtain god's mercy right we need god's mercy no doubt and in order to commence this i would like us to examine the book of john the gospel of john uh, john chapter 10 verse 10 to 11 jesus was saying to his disciples he said the thief john chapter 10 verses 10 to 11 says the thief comes not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy i am come that they may have life and they may have it more abundantly then he says i am the good shepherd the good shepherd gives his life for his sheep hallelujah now the question i want to ask you is why do we need god's mercy why do we need god's mercy we all need god's mercy but the thing is sometimes in order to understand spiritual things uh, we tend to over, um, we, we try to make it a little bit difficult to comprehend, right? In its most simplistic definition, mercy just means help. God's help. So God's mercy is God's help. And God's help can come in manifolds of ways. Ways It can come through strength. It can come through wisdom. It can come through you know, a counsel, which is still wisdom. It can come through prosperity. It can come through healing. You know, it, it depending on what is needed at that point in time, 
can be classified as God's mercy. Hallelujah. Praise God. We are of all men most miserable to think that we can do without God's help. Amen. Especially if you claim to be a Christian. Right? So many times um, we have ventured out you know, into the world to you know, run a business or start a ministry or help people in a certain way or the other. But sometimes we tend to hit a blockade. And when we hit that blockade, it's difficult for us to, you know, pick ourselves back up and actually do, you know, uh, good work, as it were. And so many times we begin to find it difficult to forgive ourselves when we make mistakes in life, when we make mistakes in relationship, in relationships, when our pasts begin to re- reoccur, right? Hallelujah. It is because we believe too much in our strength versus the strength that God himself supplies. To access that strength, we must be vulnerable to Him. The Bible says in Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6, said it is not by power, nor by might, but by my spirit. And I found through observation that unforgiveness of self, that when you decide, because many times we talk about forgiveness, but with respect to people, ah, forgive this person, I forgive Tayo, forgive Damilola, forgive this and that. But many times we do not know that we should forgive ourselves. We do not know that we should forgive ourselves for the things that we have done to ourselves, for the things that have been done to us. And so we hold grudges, blaming ourselves for things that were beyond our control. Amen. And then I've realized that unforgiveness through observation is a root cause of condemnation. The Bible says that he that does not believe is condemned already. And I found out that, of course, condemnation usually leads to depression along with the displays of the inefficiencies of humanity. Amen. And so to depend on God is to substitute the confidence we have in our inadequacies with the strength of the divine. Now, faith without works is dead. In other words, a proof of faith is that you know what to do and you do it. Right? To depend on God is not to do nothing. So when you ask God for mercy, it's not just that you just sit down in your house and, you know, um, God's mercy will just come like a glory cloud and then bring everything that you have been asking for. No. To depend on God is not to do nothing. Depend on, depending on God is work. It's a lot of work in itself, right? To wait on God sometimes means to literally, and sometimes actually, it could mean to literally do nothing. And probably this is where we get the word retreat from, right? Derek Prince said something. He said, it takes more faith to wait on God than to serve him. And remember, we're reading Jude chapter 1 verse 21, which is our core text of this series. It says, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. And sometimes, in order to look for God's help and find God's help, we need to do it in a place of stillness. Uh, King David or Prophet David, if you may, was saying in, in Psalms 23 verse 1, said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. So it means that God cannot restore our soul. God cannot help us if he does not lead us beside still waters. Hallelujah. If it does not make us lie down in green pastures, green pastures just means, you know, food for a sheep. And in our case, if we superimpose it or transpose what green pastures means, it's the word of God. So God cannot help us if we are not um, um, conscious of his presence, if we are not walking consciously of his presence, if we are not um, studying his word, if we are not getting to know him because he wants to be known. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, how do we forgive ourselves and move on? Because some of us were abused as children. And then we've held grudges against ourselves. That why did I go visit my neighbor? Why did I do this? Why did I do that? Some people, some of us have had heartbreaks. 
some of the people some of us that are listening to me right now have had heartbreaks and just feel like you know we can't go on anymore some people are struggling with addiction and they just feel like our oh, god is not going to forgive them it's it's not true it is not true that is the lie of the devil and we will see this the bible says in second corinthians chapter 3 verse 17 to 18 it says now the lord is the spirit and where the spirit of the lord is there is what there is liberty verse 18 it says but we all with unveiled face beholding as in a mirror the glory of the lord are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory just as by the spirit of the lord hallelujah what is part of what this part of scripture is trying to say is yes we know that we've done wrong we know that we feel bad about it we know that we regret our actions but the way to stop doing our actions is not by crying that you cry doesn't mean you have repented that you regret it doesn't mean that you you will turn a new leaf the best way to change is what this what this portion of scripture is saying right it is by looking with an unveiled face trusting that the lord will open your eyes to see that is mercy when god unveils your face god has shown you mercy so that you can behold his word and be transformed into the same image of god from glory to glory by the spirit of the lord right so to walk in unforgiveness towards yourself is to have a convoluted image of yourself. It is how perfection is bono. And when things go wrong, they blame everything and ultimately blame themselves. Some even go as far as saying hurtful words to themselves. You hear people start saying things like, Ah, oh boy, you messed up. Oh. You're just stupid. Swearing and cursing themselves because of how bad they feel. Some even go as far as inflicting pain upon themselves. There is a sect in in the old Christianity. You know, it was very common around the Catholics and, you know, the Anglicans and the Methodists, right? They were extremists, right? It's called penance. Penance plays a part in confession, you know. Um, It plays a part in confession amongst uh, Anglicans, Methodists, uh, some Protestants, uh, Catholics, and and some Christian monks, right? So the, the root meaning of penance right is a latin word which is penitentia right it has the same word as repentance right and it means the desire to be forgiven so in the bid for people to get to to be forgiven of god people begin to do crazy things they begin to inflict themselves with pain they begin to flog themselves i'm serious i'm very serious i mean it's extreme right when scripture has, has clearly told us all we need to do is come to god's presence and just obtain mercy which means that mercy is available i'm going to talk a little bit more on that hallelujah when you make a mistake you turn to god and ask for mercy see there are two sides of the spectrum there's the side that when they want to ask god for mercy they inflict pain on themselves there's another side that when they instead of asking god for mercy for help they run away from him let me ask you a question if you fall sick do you run away from the hospital or you run to it Yes, I thought as much. You run to the hospital because that's where you get medication. That's where you'll be, you be given a diagnosis of what is actually wrong with you. So the balance of it is to stay in God's presence, right, when we make a mistake and ask God, Lord, please show me where I went wrong and please give me your mercy. Help me. Your, you, do you understand? Right? So when you make a mistake, turn to God, ask for mercy, that is, ask for help. And that help usually comes in form of wisdom which empowers us to do better. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 24, verse 5 to 6, it says, A wise man is strong. Yes, a man of knowledge increases strength. For by wise counsel you will wage your war. And in a multitude of counselors there is safety. Now listen, in that same chapter of Proverbs chapter 24, it says, If you faint in the day of adversity, then your strength is small. Now these two statements in 
Proverbs chapter 24, right, seem to equate wisdom with strength. Which means that you are like, ah, you have an addiction, you have an addiction, ah, you're always masturbating, you're always watching porn, you're always smoking, you're always doing things, and you want to stop because you know that it is, it, it, it works, it does not work in your favor when it has to do with your health, when it has to do with your, the health of your body, with the health of your mind, with the health of relationships that you have around you, and you have been trying to stop. In fact, sometimes you would go one or two months without masturbating or seeing porn or doing any of these things, and on the third month, you just find yourself doing it all over again, and it looks like you never made any progress. What you need is wisdom god's mercy to you at that point in time is wisdom because proverbs was saying that as a that a wise man is strong he says yes a man of knowledge increases in strength which means that the more you know right the stronger you are the stronger your will is the bible says in philippians chapter 2 verse 12 to 13 apostle paul was admonishing the philippians right he was telling them that see i know that you always listen to me in in my presence but now much more in my absence i ask that you walk out your salvation with fear and trembling but he now went on to say in the next verse he said but it is god that is at work in you both to do will and to do of his good pleasure which means that god's mercy will be at work in you helping you with wisdom so that you can be strong right to say no to the things of the flesh to say no to condemnation to say no to your past to say no from from your past rather reoccurring hallelujah praise god right we are all as strong as what and who we know and the more we know the less we stumble amen because the flesh says that we must strive to get it all right all the time but grace says walk with me and be less wrong unto perfection the problem with that flesh statement is that it is powered by the insecurities of a proud heart. But with grace comes the virtues of a humble soul, always attentive to learning without trying to prove a point. And that is what God meant when he told Abraham, see, in Genesis chapter 17 verse 1, he says, Walk with me and be thou perfect. Let me tell you, my brother, my sister, we are all striving for perfection. But we cannot do this without God's help. So how do you forgive yourself? Because I sense that there are many people who are walking in unforgiveness to themselves. They just feel they are not good enough. They just feel... And, and unforgiveness of self is what we simply call condemnation. Condemnation can be self-generated or can be inspired by the devil. The Bible says in Romans chapter 8, verse 1, says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus. So if you're a Christian, the devil has no right to condemn you. If the devil is condemning you, it's because you gave him the right to. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, he said, Come unto me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. See, perfection comes by laboring with the help that God provides. In other words, there is no perfection without mercy. And that's why Apostle Paul wrote in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 14 to 16, he says, Seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. Verse 15, For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. What this place is trying to say is that Jesus knows how you feel. If it's congee that is doing you, sorry, if you're not if you're not a Nigerian, congee just means um, um, when someone gets horny, right? And the person seems like, seems to think that he cannot, you know, have a control over his his or her body, right? Right? So this part of scripture is trying to tell you that, see, 
every temptation known to man, Jesus went through it. So when we go to God praying, we are going to God, right? Because we know that God understands what we are going through. Do you see that? And then it ends with verse 16 saying that, Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. We need grace. We need grace because grace and mercy are the same, are different sides of the same coin. Because it said, come boldly to the throne of grace to obtain what? Mercy. Amen. Amen. Listen, I know you have tried every way to stop those habits. I know you have tried so much to live with God at heart, but you always still seem to stumble. I know you have tried so much to disconnect from your past, but it is still streaming on replay. I know that you have tried to end the abusive relationship that you have with depression, but you seem to yield to the soothing words of condemnation. Listen, you have a hotline to God. Ask Him for help. I know you have tried and failed over and over again. Why not just work by His Spirit and not by your strength? Jesus did not pay the down payment for your salvation with His life so that you can pay the balance with your ignorance. No. He who Christ has set free is free indeed. Listen to me, you are free. I say again, you are free. Reach out with your words and draw near to God with your heart and receive His tender mercy. Enjoy His loving kindness and just draw. Just draw and make withdrawals on mercy. Cash the check on the tender mercies of the Lord. Just ask the Lord for help. Ask Him for help. Just say, Lord, help me. If you're under the sound of my voice, just say, Lord, help me. I know that I've been trying to do things on my own, but it has not been working, but help me. I am walking in condemnation. I was, I was abused when I was small. I was molested when I was small, right? And all these bad things. Just confess. Say everything. Say, Lord, this is how I feel. I don't like myself. I hate myself. Lord, would you help me? Would you show me who I am? Would you show me who I am? Would you give me an identity again? See, there are Christians who are losing identity of themselves. Just ask the Lord. Say, just, just, say, just, just pray with me. Just pray with me. Just say, Lord, help me. Just help me. I do not know what to do. Help me. I do not know what to do anymore. I've tried every possible way I can to stop these addictions, but they don't seem to stop. I've tried every way to get these contracts, but they do not seem to come. I am broke. My family is broke. We don't know what to do. But Lord, have mercy. I know that your mercy is not just an ethereal manifestation of, 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 of an apparition. I know that your mercy is wisdom. I know that your mercy is strength. I know that your mercy is grace. I know that your mercy is power. Lord, just have mercy on me. Give me your help. Help me tonight. Help me today. Help me this morning or whatever time you're listening to this. Lord, help me. Lord, help me. And Father, I pray for everyone listening to this who needs help, who needs mercy in any way or any area of their life. I speak as one whose word and tongue is armed with the word of the Lord and whose utterance is sponsored by the spirit of faith. Lord, I ask, Lord, in the name of Jesus, let your mercy be released right now. Let your mercy be released. Yes, if you are sick in your body, let God's mercy begin to be released now in form of healing to your body. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, Lord, for in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. We have I think we have uh, two or three more episodes to go in this series and I promise you it is going to be fantastic. Thank you for joining in. 
Uh, if you want to, if you like to reach out to us with testimonies or you would like to give, you will see our email address. Just write to us and share your testimonies with us. We would love to hear what God is, is doing in your life. God bless you. Have a lovely morning, afternoon and evening.